Ladies and gentlemen, we got a jam-packed episode today. And uh, in this episode, I talk about turning 23, not loving the process, directness versus subtle, and how I cannot read subtle for my life, um, going back to my creative roots or sticking with entrepreneurship, how to stop rambling, wondering what people see when they look at me, asking versus telling, sales secrets, looks versus personality, fear of failing in front of others and doing things for the first time, and why I feel like I'm lying sometimes in my content. That last one's kind of clickbait. But anyways, hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it brings a ton of value. This is the Josh Moxie Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Reflections 40. Holy shit. Feels crazy to get here. Glad we're here though. Consistency is absolutely key in all of this. And the date is April 14th, 2019. And that means multiple things. That means obviously, not obviously, it means episode 40. Um, It means I turned 23 this week and this past week. And today's episode is just going to be filled with good stuff. I can feel it already. I hope to make this the best episode ever. And if it isn't the best episode ever, I will still have a good episode. So anyways, I don't care and equally I do. So Reflections is a weekly series where I get on camera and I share the highlights of my of my reflection. And in my reflection, I cover what worked, what didn't, where I, where I grew the most, what I learned, challenges I experienced, what was on my mind, obsessions, I feel like I'm missing one, but those type of topics. And then I get on and I share the highlights of that in hopes to number one, bring you value. Number two, document my journey and and just like timestamp a given week in my history. And then number three, a nice reset. So anyways, without further ado, let's get into this hopefully value-packed episode. What's been on my mind? Turned 23 this week. I still feel young as fuck. I am, some people ask me if I'm feeling older and stuff like that. And if, I used to think 23 was old as shit, but now I'm like, when I'm here, it's just, I'm so young and I'm comparing it to like when I'm 80. So I feel like an absolute child still who is just on his journey and is just getting started. And I feel like I'm always going to feel like that to a degree. Um, in a positive sense, I don't think of the childlike nature in a negative sense. I mean, there are negatives to it, of course, but anyways, I'm feeling good about 23. I was a good birthday for many reasons, low expectations and just keeping it basic and I have to keep it basic just the way low expectations are the key to successful birthdays and just happiness in general. Leafs have been very top of mind. I've been watching, I've watched the first two games. First one was incredible. Second one was less than incredible because <laughs> we we won the first one 4-1 and then we lost the second one 4-1. So that was, but anyways, it was at Boston. So I was glad to get a 1-1 split out of that. And I, like I said, probably last week or and I've said in other places 6-1 or not 6-1 Leafs in 6 is my prediction for the series and it's looking like we could play Columbus which could be a huge win for the Leafs and we might actually make it to the Eastern Conference Finals but in my bracket bracket I have Tampa beating out Leafs next round so anyways I'm glad though with Leafs it's a lot of fun it's it is a lot of time but I mean I have to support I really do wondering what people see when they look at me. So we obviously see one thing, but that might mean the world sees another thing. So I was wondering this week, I'm like, am I, the specific topic was funny. Do people think I'm as funny as I think I am funny? Um, 
And related to that is also like, do people think I'm smart? Do people think I'm attractive? And do, do they think in that same type of vein, like to the level that I think I am smart and equally not smart and attractive and there's no opposite to that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm just wondering like, what do people actually think? Like, I wish I could have some hard data on that and understand what's what my real perception is because you can very easily delude yourself and it's just fascinating to me. Ever after, just throw this in there again. Lots of thoughts around that. I'm excited and equally not right now. Just annoying stuff around that. But we'll, we'll get through it. What were my favorite wins? I resumed Truth and Lies this week and you guys have no fucking clue what that is because I was not doing reflections. In, in that period of no reflections from seven to eight, which was ended up being like eight months or whatever, that was when I was doing Truth and Lies. And Truth and Lies is a process where you sit out or you, you get pieces of paper can't fucking speak anyways you get some two pieces of paper one for the truths and one for the lies but you start with the lies and you ask yourself like what lies have i bought into regarding xyz topic and then you start listing out all the fucking limiting beliefs and it's insane because you will find you have bought into a load of bullshit and i was it was just it's always awesome to get it out on paper and that's the whole fucking point of it get it out on paper and then you discard it after and then you and ideally you do some sort of like uh, sentence if you will around yo so these are lies i do not buy into these anymore and then move on to the truths and then from the truths you almost like do the opposite of those limiting beliefs and in the lies i'm talking about limit limiting beliefs false beliefs and just things that are not true that you may have bought into so and then on the truth section you do the opposite and create like positive beliefs from it and more, I like quote unquote unlimited beliefs. That's a good way of thinking about that. I've never, never said that before or even thought about that until now, but unlimited beliefs. I like that. So from there, you are, are rewiring yourself essentially. And it's not perfect, but I think it really helps. And it creates a lot of self-awareness and yeah, it's also fucking exhausting, especially in the lie side. I want to just uh, sleep after. So that is something to keep in mind there. Mom and I did this really cool back and forth thing, even though we were really fucking pissy with each other at the time, which was funny to listen to in recording. But after we did this back and forth, we were almost like doing the the intro talking to someone about mock energetics and pretending we were the other person and everything and just seeing where we were at with these, these types of things. I did not do very well, but I uh, what we did do is recorded that meeting. And from there, I transcribed the best scripts from that meeting so now I have like a fucking beautiful layout of what I need to do next and I'm really glad I did that and I, that was cool it's just like th the scripts are so fucking important and obviously intent comes before scripts but it is very helpful when you have an idea of what the fuck you're talking about and knowing what you probably should say what worked leg day Monday so usually leg day is on Wednesday but this week I decided to just throw it first thing, mostly because my birthday, birthday prompted me to, and also because in the past weeks I'm just like, okay, should I put this earlier? And I've been thinking about it. And I just decided to experiment with this, experiment with it this week. And I really liked what I, what I found because it gets the hardest task out of the way first. And leg day for me is the fucking hell. It's just that, oh my God. 
Bulgarian split squats. I love you so much and I equally hate you. So, and that means I should probably do it. So I do. Anyways, it's great to just get it out of the way and then enjoy the rest of my week. Another big part of that was that I didn't want to pig out on my birthday and ruin my workout. So like swapping it around was like a big reason of why I actually implemented it. Using the productive app. So this app is a habit tracker on a daily or we, uh, there's a whole bunch of options. It's very customizable. It's really fucking pretty. And it's helping me keep track of, cause I used to do a checklist of things I should probably do in a given day, but this is so much better. Like I stopped using the checklist and I needed a way to keep myself accountable to certain tasks. So for example, something I mark off every day and I like have low level pain from it. I fail to read reflections and I fail to read my actionables on the previous week. And that is, uh, that is frustrating for me because and eventually you hit a point where you're like, fuck this, I need to do this. It just keeps you accountable to the things you know you need to be doing and keep things top of mind so you actually do them with enough nose. That's the whole point of stuff like this. But it's really pretty. It's not cheap. It costs a fair amount, like fucking $25 a year or something. But it's, uh, you get that buy-in. That was another big reason why I allowed myself to pay that because you get this, um, what do you call it? It's just like mental buy-in. You have some skin in the game, so you're actually gonna use it. And I am using it, which is good. Keeping my birthday super simple. Like I mentioned earlier, I've gotta keep low expectations for a successful birthday, but also I just kept things very basic. I had a good day. I, I called Brian, I hung out with Taylor and mom, I texted Q a ton. It was just like overall, just a very chill day. I texted friends and family who reached out and had conversations with some of them. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Kept it very simple, ate a lot of really shitty food, but it was very enjoyable. And I'm glad I just keep things so basic because that is the ultimate way to have a great birthday. And that's not to say you need to keep things simple. It's just for me, I know that to be true right now. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Having my room too hot if I'm trying to go to bed early. This is a fucking nightmare. Like, keep that window fully open. You might even want to... So I have really hot sheets right now, so taking those off, swapping them over for some colder sheets, if you will. And when I say hot sheets, I'm talking about like they're fuzzy and stuff like that. Uh, I forget what they're actually called. But anyways, putting some more normal sheets on because it keeps you a lot colder. Um, sleeping on top. So if you have like a long sleeve and long sleeve and pajamas with socks and maybe gloves but not necessarily you can also do pockets to keep your hands warm but just like things to keep you colder because if you're hot as fuck this is not going to work too well and it did not work for too well with me like earlier on in the week i went to bed at 9 30 i didn't fall asleep till 2 a.m because i was too warm it was frustrating as fuck so anyways the other day it worked way better though and i tried it again and i'm liking this potential progress to getting up early I'm really inconsistent right now. Some days I wake up early, some days I wake up late. It's fucking, it's annoying. I just want to wake up early. I miss getting up early all the time. And hopefully I can build this habit, even though I see myself as a person that wakes up late. So that's got to change in order to actually succeed with this. Going to sleep without rendering content. So rendering content does take a lot of time to just properly render. And I, uh, it's such a dangerous thing because not even dangerous, but it's just like, it's such a fucking waste of time. Just 
have episodes ready and render because now I haven't uploaded since Tuesday because I've had render fuck ups because I wasn't rendering at night every time and I could have sped up this process or halved it at least um, and had more consistent uploading. Posture is getting very lazy right now. That needs to be fixed. So doing things like Cobra, um, daily stretching, uh, changing my posture when I'm in bed, all types of things that just have to be done because I don't like my posture where it's at right now. Also, subliminals will help with this. So grateful for that. <sighs> spending too much time on the past, spending time thinking about dumb shit and spending time thinking about dumb shit in the future too. And by the way, festivals counts as dumb shit. As much as I love festivals, this is time I can be using in much better ways. So the, what, what doesn't work about this is that these things are not motivating me. They are not helping my mission. They're not helping me advance in life or progress or grow. So things like that are just a waste. And I could be replacing them with things that do support those, those things, whether it's growth, my mission, my vision, what have you, thinking about goals, thinking about people I love. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is, but just better thoughts, more thoughts, thoughts about the present or the future, punting the past, past doesn't matter unless I'm learning from it. Um, that type of stuff. So just being, I'd like to be more purposeful with my thoughts because right now I just have noticed myself being lazy not working anywhere close to what I probably should be doing and I know in my core that I should be doing and struggling to work all day. And I'm not, that's not to say you need to work all day to be successful. I know of tons of people who do not work all day, but they're just effective enough in those hours that they do that it just doesn't, it, it cancels out that remaining bullshit. So not required, but very helpful when you are working as a ton. So for me, I'm finding that this is coming from things like not thinking of my vision enough, like I was just talking about and focused on a lot of the wrong things right now, I'm not going to lie. And I need to do things like creating a better environment for myself, um, getting out of the house to find more inspiration, more associating with others phys physically, because like when I'm in physical form, when I'm in physical form, when I'm in physical proximity with people, I am more competitive and more driven. And it's this crazy thing that happens and I love it, but I don't do that enough. Um, Associate and related to that, associating with even better people, um, accountability partners, check-ins, moving faster, all the things that I know I should be doing and haven't done a great job of doing recently and my results are following as such. But uh, also this leads me to my next point, which is I don't love the process of Moxie Energetics right now. And this is a big part of why I'm not working all day right now. I am thinking about the wrong things I have incredible resistance around stuff and I am uh, I am letting the resistance control me. It's fucking ridiculous. So the big and another big challenge that lies with that is I where do I go with this? Um, so I did have another episode on this where I talk about this in more of a real time fashion and I just kind of like throw out some ideas and it was cool because I don't do a ton of videos on my like confusion and the process of solving things or what have you, but it was cool to just get on, get on, uh, an episode and just riff and see where the fuck I was at for that point. But the thing is, I was thinking about like, am I not natural? I am a natural creative. I find, um, I am not natural at things like sales and marketing and I don't enjoy them to the level that I do creative 
right now, but that could change. And I'm just like, here's the thing. The big problem is with things like creative, I love them so much, but I don't get the same type of end result I'm looking for with something like um, where I can achieve with something uh, with a NIMSEM business or something like that. I just, I am passionate about the end result, not so passionate about the work to get there versus in the creative sense, the end result is cool and I love the process of getting there, but it's like I'm not getting the same type of impact and result I'm looking for. There needs to be a sales and marketing aspect of things or else I'm just going to be serving no one and that's no fun. That's that's just no fun and I've done that a fair amount and I am very done with that. So the whole actionable with this is I need to start reframing and focusing on the benefit and learning to gamify things. Cause that's another huge part. I just love the gamification of things. I need to treat it like I treat design and coding because I'm just problem solving and I love problem solving. And just applying the same type of energy here and using a bunch of reframes, positive associations, focusing on the benefits, these things that I know I should be doing and I'm just not doing a great job of right now. And also addressing any patterns, which I'm in the process of doing of why I might not be doing the most important thing, which is currently sales. And if that is, if I'm doing the wrong thing by getting or going against my quote unquote brain wiring to create a new, a new skill type of thing, like there's just a bunch of confusion around that, but this will age, we'll figure it out in time and see how this all ages. But it's, uh, it's interesting to think about. Guess what? We have a third point that's also related. A lot of these are related this week, but my purpose is not clearly defined right now. And I actually, that's not accurate. It's more like my vision, but even my purpose I mentioned in that video, I'm not so pumped about it right now. I think I just need momentum to get more pumped. And then I'm like, okay, it's in reach. It's in reach. That's kind of what I need probably. But um, my goals are not clearly defined. And if they are, they're not defined with enough reason behind them and enough why power. And that is what makes goals happen. That is what strives you to push forward when things are tough and to overall just like inspire without, you don't need fucking motivation. You just need the right goal and everything becomes quite fucking easy after that. It's not to say it's going to be easy at all times, but when you're properly lined up, it's like you're just in a state of flow and you're just going and it's beautiful. And some reasons are defined, and that's another challenge within itself, which is I need to do a better job of keeping it top of mind, whether that's through keeping it in a list, writing it out in certain places, keeping, um, I don't know, just like there's so many different ways that I could be doing this, and I have to remind myself of my whys because I'm not doing a great job of coming through with a why power, and I am not working enough because of it. It's just like workout, for example. Workouts are so easy because I know I'm just, the, the the intentions are all very, very right for that. And loving the process and loving the end result long-term and equally not giving a fuck if I get there because I'm loving the process. It's just a very like good place. Whereas like work, my intentions are not so lined up. I am feeling a ton of resistance around doing the things I know I should be doing, but I haven't done yet. So, and I think I'll touch more on this later in this episode because it's, yeah, this is going to get juicy. <laughs> Didn't spend enough time on NIMSEM training. So physically the technique and also training on the understandings, if you will, the foundational basics of things. 
And there's two different things, the actual applying and then the, the knowledge around it. So I've, I just, yeah, got to do it. It's not fucking as hard as I make it out to be, but my ego would like to convince me as such. But I just have to fucking do it. I don't know what, there's no other option. Have to. Working in bed if I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. So working in bed is awesome and I'm very grateful for the ability to just lay in my bed and work or sit in my bed and work. But if I am really tired, I end up just like finding a way to go to bed again. <laughs> so I have to figure out and I whether it's like going in my desk, which I'm not always a big fan of, or going somewhere else in my house, which I almost never do for some reason, but just doing little things like this that take me out of my bed so that I can not fall back asleep. Because if I stay up for a couple hours, then I should be good. But it's like those first fucking, those first hour, two, three, that's where it can be deadly sometimes. But after that, once I'm in that, I am pretty much out for the day with maybe a nap on a rare occasion. What were my biggest lessons? To close a sentence, lower the pitch of your voice. So kind of what I just did right there. If I find that I'm rambling, and I've noticed this when I was editing this week, my content, I'm like, okay, when there are times where I end up rambling, it's always because I raise my voice and I want to continue like I just did right there, okay? That, that can be dangerous if you wanted to end the sentence. So if in order to, as an alternative to just coming up with a, a good conclusion sentence, you can just learn to lower your voice. <laughs> Meta. Sales is about asking questions. So for me, I have a bad tendency to want to just word vomit all over people. But the reality is the best salespeople in the world are incredible listeners. They spend their time asking questions and listening versus telling people word vomiting and just talking all the time. Um, from that, they're able to understand the customer and get inside their head in a positive way where they're able to understand that customer situation, what their needs are, what their demands are, what the actual problem is. And from there, they have a good enough grasp on the situation where they're able to then find out, okay, I can solve this person's problem or I cannot solve this person's problem. And if they can't, the best people in the world at sales do not sell them shit. They allow the person to, they drive them in a different direction. They give suggestions of maybe a different, a competitor's product. I know that sounds a little bit crazy to some people, but that is what the best salespeople in the world do because they're thinking lifetime value and brand and all that jazz. So that is fucking crucial. And I've got to get better at asking questions because I have this tendency to just tell, tell, tell instead of ask, ask, ask. And this is going to be crucial for my sales abilities long-term by 1000%. In a dating sense, personality is so much more important than looks. So the asterisk here is looks fucking matter. I disagree with people that have the audacity to say that looks do not matter. They absolutely matter. But so imagine a cute girl with a personality that's amazing or a drop dead 10 complete rocket with a shitty personality for me i am absolutely choosing the cute girl with a great personality because from there you start to rationalize why they're more attractive and better looking based on the fact that you love their personality so much and you're this is going to be someone you're spending a lot of time with so it's fucking crucial that you are uh you are in love with them as a person like you love 
who they are. That's so fucking crucial. And I'm just realizing this this week that it's going to be whenever I start to date, this is going to be massive. I think this seed was probably planted last Saturday, but I'm just realizing it this week. But, uh, wow, fuck what podcast was it? Anyways, I forget. Regardless, important as fuck. In order for a friendship or a relationship with me to work, I have to feel comfortable and safe with you. So this week I was realizing how important that quality is. I need to feel quote unquote accepted. I need to feel like I'm safe in your presence because if I feel like I'm constantly being judged, I'm not going to want to open up too much, even though I completely open up on the internet um, (laughs) and I'm sure I'm being judged for it and that's fine, but uh, I'm much more likely to talk about vulnerable shit and be real as fuck with you. And that's not to say, like I, with comfort, I'm not saying don't challenge me, challenge me, raise me up, do whatever you feel is right in that moment to do that. But if I don't feel safe or comfortable, I'm probably going to end up avoiding that situation. And yeah, it's just a fucking crucial thing for, for friendships and relationships in my life. What challenges did I experience? I was talking with Brian on FaceTime this week, specifically on my birthday is when this actually happened. And we were talking about the fact that, I don't know how this came up, we were talking about older content though, and how we can say one thing and it is irrelevant maybe by the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month. And I was saying like, that is my struggle with posting older content because as a person who's changing and evolving and growing mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever the fuck you want to say, um, I am, there's certain things that are outdated by the time I post and that's a struggle for me because I feel like I'm lying to the consumer by sharing something that I don't agree with anymore, but I want at the same time to document that point in my history and timestamp it and just show where I was at. But uh, this is, this is just an annoying fucking challenge because it was true at the time, but it's not true anymore. So I realized that is why I also have a big challenge with posting old shit because it's like, this isn't relevant anymore, but it was relevant at the time, but I still want to show you because maybe it's relevant down the road and it goes to something. And that's why I care about all that jazz and making sure I post things long-term, but um, would love if I could speed up my fucking schedule right now because I am sucking at being up to date on content. <laughs> I miss being up to date. It was so fucking nice. So got to get back to that. Well, this is fucking stupid. I judge myself way too much right now for dancing. The way I dance in dubstep, quote unquote, it's not even really dancing, but anyways, I feel like I just end up killing my mood somehow. Not even somehow, it's through judgment, but I end up imagining judgment. It's it's the stupidest fucking thing. So, but this is just like an annoying challenge that happens right now and should do some work on this (laughs) badly. I want to shit on weed and drugs and alcohol and all these things, but I really don't want to, like, I don't want to make it personal between people who believe in those things and buy into those things. I just want to tell my truth. And sometimes that actually is very challenging, um, as funny as that sounds, because it's literally just me caring too much. But this is, I just, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to kill relationships or friendships because of it. I just would like people to understand that I'm just doing, I'm just telling my truth 
and I'm not trying to throw shade at you or anything. I'm just saying my truth and that's it. Directness. Okay, so I wish I could be direct with every fucking person. I wish everyone would be direct with me fully and everyone was just fully transparent. I think it would make the world so much better. There's, there, it also might ruin the world. I'm not sure what actually would happen, but, um, it seems like it would be way better if people were not so sensitive and could handle truth way more because I feel like right now people are too sensitive to hear the truth many times and it fucking sucks. And I would love to, cause there's, with being direct, even if you're not like throwing shade, if you're just telling the compliment or I don't know, there's a million different things you could be giving direct truth about, but people don't necessarily always take it in the way that you were wanting them to or ex hoping they would. And that can be challenging sometimes. So anyways, that's my current challenge. I wish I could be direct with everyone, but I don't want to experience the consequences of certain aspects of that knowing if someone likes you. So I am so shit at knowing if a chick likes me or not. I am, I don't know why, but I'm just very, very bad at it. And I've, I have to, uh, I have to fix this massively at some point because it just leaves me blind in so many areas. And I would love to know who likes me and who doesn't. Um, and I would love if they could not be sensitive if I don't like them back to everything. But if I do, that would be great too. There's just so many fucking, I just wish everyone would be goddamn transparent. It's so fucking annoying. Ugh, I'm so bad at being subtle and I'm so bad at reading subtle. I wish everyone would just be fucking out there and clear because I just am, yeah, I'm not good at the grace. I noticed my ego tries to cast blame upon others. That's a fucking vicious thing right there and that can ruin one's life very quickly so um what i do in those situations is i try to just immediately remind myself i created this i take complete responsibility if it's in my life it was because of me i caused this at an energetic or physical level but specifically energetic and i can recreate this if i also want because if i created it i can recreate it exactly how i would like my laptop being stuck in a box. This is fucking frustrating. I don't want the box anymore. It's just so annoying. I want a MacBook. Give me the MacBook. I'll learn it soon. I will earn it soon. And uh, for now, I will just have to stick with this fucking annoying ass box. It's legit an Amazon box to make sure this computer actually stays up. Frustrating, but it'll be interesting someday. I talked about this earlier in the episode, but just that this challenge between should I continue entrepreneurship or should I go back to my creative fruits, which I know is my natural brain wiring, or should I craft a completely new skill and brain wiring or something like that? I don't know if that, if that actually will work or not, but if it does, it's going to be so fucking helpful. So it's, it's something I will continue with, but the reality is I just don't love I don't love the process of sales and stuff like that right now. And I want, I hope I end up loving it because I don't think I loved the process of coding at the time at the start because it was so challenging. 
but I just pushed through until it became habit and then it became my like favorite thing to do. So I'm hoping that that happens with sales and I know it definitely will happen with energy work because it even that is challenging at times. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking get there. I'm gonna fucking get there. Putting off the first time of doing something, especially if other people are involved. So this is, um, this is a very nice self-sabotage pattern because in order to do something for the first time, it's probably going to be scary. You're probably going to fuck up and you're probably going to do it in front of other people. The third one is probably what fucks me the most. I don't want other people to see my failures, I guess, or something like that. I'm not exactly sure the specific reason, but whatever it is, that is a dangerous ass pattern because you have to do things the first time. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be scary. It's going to be filled with fear and you have to push through that shit and just fucking do it for the first time. And then once it becomes a second, it'll be a little bit easier. The third, a little bit easier than that. And then continue on until it becomes really fucking easy and it's a pattern. And then it becomes a habit. And at that point, you're just fucking golden because you can, you just keep push, 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 you know, that pump. And then eventually the water comes up and you don't need to hammer down on that pump anymore. You can just slowly keep pumping and make sure you're consistent with it and staying with it. And it'll, it'll work. So anyways, I need to figure out ways of counteracting that or just saying fuck you and doing it anyways. That's usually a good thing as well. But anyways, there's so many areas I'm seeing this pattern show up in right now and it's fucking frustrating because it's holding me back from a great deal of things. And I've also got, got to get better at interacting with people. It's not to say I'm bad at interacting with people. I'm just uncomfortable in many situations right now with people noticing that about myself. So, and equally, I've got to remember that their opinions are fucking meaningless. They really are. My opinion's meaningless. Your opinion's meaningless. All of these opinions are just meaningless. They just are. I was just reading another part of the reflection and I found a good point, which is fear of other people judging me for not being enough or being prepared enough or other things like that. I feel like that's completely related to doing things for the first time and fear of that failure and all that jazz because yeah, that could be a part of the underlying pattern there. It's really fucking cool how much vulnerable shit I'm willing to share on here. And it's just going to get crazier and crazier as time goes on. But yeah, ultimately, as I ponder this right now, I'm just realizing that it's part of the fact that this is, uh, this is a challenge comes from the fact that I am not great at embracing being shitty at something at the start in certain areas. And yeah, it's just, it's a dangerous thing. So whether that's something like gems um, haven't started on that because I am just, I guess, too scared to fucking have that first shitty episode and there's resistance around that. And things like mox energetics with sales, there's so much resistance around that. And there's a bunch of other areas as well that I'm just scared of taking that first step, if you will, and failing and falling on my face because I don't want other, especially when other people are involved. That's the hardest part because I know other people will watch my failures. It's very easy to fail in the dark, but as soon as other people are involved, it's a lot harder for me. But I just gotta, just gotta care less and do more and, and learn to love the nose and embrace the failures and all that jazz. All of the basic cliche, cliche, all of the basic cliche shit that we all know. Where did I grow the most? Female anatomy. Through my research with this this week, 
and this is such a random fucking topic, but learning about this this week has been very fucking interesting. Um, you might be wondering, why the fuck are you learning about female anatomy? Because it interests me, that's fucking why. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, also, the fact that the, the way the period works is the most painful sounding thing. I have so much more empathy for women going through period. I didn't think it was as nearly as painful as it sounded, but it's legit shedding of, I think it's the uterus shedding its skin or some sh It sounds fucking awful. So I have so much more empathy for women these days and these days meaning later this week. <laughs> but fuck, man, that's crazy. Dreams. So I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm resolving a bunch of stuff in my dreams. I'm noticing a lot of patterns this week. I'm notice noticing my skills growing in my dreams. There's a whole bunch of random things, but I'm dealing with a lot of internal shit that I have put aside and I'm now taking the time to confront and a lot of it's happening in dream form and I'm just so fascinated by dreams. If you know me, you know my obsession with how crazy my fucking dreams are. They are so vivid, they are so real and I learn so much. But thankful for dreams and this the subliminal I'm on right now is triggering a massive part of this. So shout out to that as well. The subliminal I'm on right now. So I'm not going to talk about it, but I will share that behaviors of mine are changing. Habits of mine are changing. My thoughts are changing around certain things. Um, who I am showing up is changing. It also works on the aura part of things. So there's a lot changing. I'm also doing a ton in my dreams for working on these types of things that I just described right there. Um, yeah, it's fucking interesting. And uh, it's also making me lazy, which is the worst part about it. So it's not making me lazy. I'm allowing to make. I'm allowing it to make me lazy because it can only influence me. It cannot change me. So I've also got to counteract that with more, more of another subliminal to <laughs> to help me with that because it's, it's so much harder to work when I'm on this subliminal. I noticed that last year because this is a re repeat subliminal. And uh, yeah. Anyways. Growing a lot from that, especially in my dreams. That I, I already said that though, but dreams are fucking sick. So, that's going well. What am I obsessed with right now? Cheat foods. So on my birthday, I had cronuts, pizza, lemon mini pies, and on surrounding days, I also had these things plus um, strawberry, strawberry cheesecake and. They were so fucking good, my lord. I went to 5,000 calories on my birthday and 4,000 on the next day and then tried to keep things more clean from there on in. But um, today I am 24-hour fasting, or which will probably end up being 36 or even more actually. But um, I, I need to get more slim for my Greek god pictures. That's literally all I care about for the reason I'm fasting right now. But I just allowed myself to go to fucking ham, go to town, go ham, um, go to town on food just because it's my birthday. And I was just saying, fuck it. And I'll let myself celebrate a tiny, 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 tiny bit. But guess what? Didn't do enough to celebrate a ton in this year. So I've earned minimal celebration. Anyways, really fucking good tasting though. I gotta say. Guys, we made it to 40 fucking episodes. I like how this episode came out. I hope you found it insightful, valuable, useful, and all of the good things. And uh, 
appreciate you watching and listening so much. You don't have to, but if you do, that's cool as fuck to me. Um, this episode came out quite like insightful on the self-awareness. I hope it triggered some interesting thoughts for you. And I think I covered some good stuff in better as well that you can apply to your own life and all the good stuff. Anyways, again, thanks so much for watching and listening. If you liked it enough, please share it with a friend. That would be incredible. Um, if you could like, comment, subscribe, follow, rate, wherever the hell you are, the engagement for that would be incredible. Anyways, um, without further ado, I'll catch you next week for Reflections 41. Hope you have a kick-ass week. Hope you dominate life and be a good person. And as always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.